you're originally from upstate New York. Is that where you do most of your hunting today? No. Uh, most of my hunting is done, deer hunting is done in Ohio. So in Ohio, we have a lease there. Um, I also do some hunting out in, uh, I just got back out to Washington. Uh, I was stationed there for about 15 years. I left for about three and now I'm back. So I'm, I just got back there. So hopefully I'm going to do some elk hunting and, uh, mule deer hunting and possibly some bear hunting while I'm out here, but, uh, season hasn't started since I've gotten back. So, uh-huh. very cool. Okay. Well, so talk about, uh, I saw a picture. I know you shot a really nice buck using the scent blaster this season. So tell us about that hunt. Um, we like to hear about the conditions, you know, if it was cloudy or if it was a bluebird day, if the wind was blowing, uh, talk about a little bit about that. So I, um, we were in the, on our lease in Ohio and, uh, I hunted a few times at one of my stands that was a little bit closer to the, uh, cabin and, um, that was baited, you know, we're allowed to bait there. So I had a corn pile out there and, really wasn't seeing what I wanted to see. And we had some trail cam photos of some good deer out on a, yeah, it was about three or four ridges over about a, about a mile away from camp. And, uh, so I decided to put up a climber up there. So I did that a few days prior. Um, and then, like I said, I hunted that one stand a couple of times and I was like, I'm not seeing what I want to see. So I took my scent blaster, which I didn't use at the corn pile, uh-huh. took it out to the, um, so where my climber was set up and uh as I was as I was driving in on the four wheeler, I jumped a big big chocolate rack buck. You know, I didn't mean I I saw him, saw he was big. I couldn't tell you how many points he had. He was he was a nice buck though, and I was like, damn man, it was that was that was a beautiful deer right there. Huh. So I, I went up about a hundred yards, parked four wheeler, walked back and walked in because it's the the trail we use is on a one of those high tension wire lines, it's kinda clear cut. Mm-hmm. So I walked back down the clear cut and walked into the woods. I sent sent blaster up, turned it on, and I was using a uh, code blue. I can't remember exactly what a doe, basically a doe and estrus, uh, and it wasn't it wasn't ten fifteen minutes, and the deer started coming coming around, running around, a couple does, a couple bucks, small guys. It was kind of a I'd say a pretty bluebird day. It wasn't uh, wasn't too cloudy. Had a little bit of a maybe a five mile an hour wind or whatever kind of going into my face from the way I was facing, you know? And uh, I heard something behind me. This is about, I've been in the stand about 25 minutes. Look back to my left, and here comes this buck in. And I, I looked at him, I, I couldn't get a great look at him. The tree I was in didn't have a lot of cover, so I couldn't move very much. And... uh I'm watching him and he turned and he came and the wind is going, like I said, into my face behind me and he's back to my left and he comes right up and no kidding. He was within five to seven feet of that scent blaster. Um, And that's where, that's where that wind was going from the scent blaster right towards him. And he came in and he stopped and looked over at me and I didn't, I didn't move because I wasn't sure I wanted to shoot him yet, you know? It was a, really the first decent buck they'd come in, and that the place we hunt is has got some quality deer on it. So I typically do not shoot the first one that comes in unless he's no kidding, a, you know. Yeah, no, no brainer, huh? Yeah. Yeah. So he, he looked at me, and I was like, "Wow, he's pretty wide." And I was just telling one of my other buddies that I I hadn't gotten a really wide one yet, and I, 
that's what I was going for this year. And uh, he walked right up towards that sun blaster, and he turned and walked back out into into the uh, the wire line where I came out, or I'm sorry, came in. Mm-hmm. And uh, and after he walked away, I was like, man, I I probably should have shot that deer, <laughs> you know. <laughs> so I'm uh, I'm sitting there, and about you know five more minutes, another bunch of deer comes running by, whatever. And then a doe comes up out of this bottom because where I was sitting was kind of um, on a point. It was a wooded point. It dropped off on all sides into a creek. And uh, they were coming up out of that creek bed. And uh, probably about, I don't know, an hour and a half afterwards, after I got in the stand, this other doe comes up out of the bottom. And uh, about 10 minutes later, here comes the same guy that I'd just seen you know, or, or, you know, an hour and a half earlier, go out in the water line, he must have circled around the creek in the creek bed and came up out of the bottom again and started coming right up following her trail. And he was headed towards that, the scent blaster, but he, uh, he got in between, or I'm sorry, he got uh, behind this uh, big ash tree that was in between him and I. And when I draw, when I drew my bow back and, uh, he finally came out, come out from behind that tree and turned like he was going to walk away and then turned again to his left. So he was broadside and he stopped and looked at me, but I was already drawn and he was sitting about 20 yards and, um, I let it fly, put a nice shot on him. And so and how, how far did he go? He went, he, he jumped and went about 30 yards away and kind of just walked away, which kind of made me wonder. I'm like, Man, I know I just hit that deer, you know, and I'm I'm kind of antsy, and uh, so I waited about I don't know ten minutes. He had gotten out of out of eyesight, so I shimmed down the tree and went over there at least to see my arrow, and it was just it was covered in red blood. I was like, okay, it wasn't bubbly blood, but it was all good red blood, you know. It's like, all right. Yeah. But so I found a blood trail, and. uh Followed that for a while and it kind of petered out. And uh, I went back and I looked at the video and I, all right, that's a good shot, you know, just right, right at the heart area. And uh, it turned out that he was, he had walked around the creek bed to about, he dropped about 75 yards directly behind my stand. Hmm. You know, had I stayed in the stand, I would have heard him fall, yeah. but I didn't. <laughs> so, yeah. But, uh, we yeah. got him. We got him out and, uh, He's beautiful. He's, I'm guessing, I haven't had him measure, measured yet, but I'm thinking he's right around a 130, something give or take, in that vicinity. You're short selling him. I saw a picture of him. I, I would have said about 145. So, but, I think so. Uh, oh, I, I, you never know. It's hard to tell from a picture. You, you only see one yeah. angle. But I would have thought he was at least 140 for sure. But He might be. He might be. I I, uh, I shot one last year that was, that was uh, 149. Oh, with a broken, right. with his broken tine, he was 149. So, but, uh, those big, got, big Midwest bucks, man. Yeah, we got some good ones there. Yeah. Uh, about three years ago, I think I, the one I shot was, uh, he was 14 points with a broken tine. If he had that, the second uh, G2, I think, mm-hmm. was, uh, was split on both sides. He had a split G2 on both sides and had broke his right side. Mm. And, uh, he scored, I think, I scored him, and I'm not a pro, but um, 
167, I think. Oh, wow. Oh, that was yeah. gross, gross 167. Hmm. So he was, he was a really nice buck. Well, so let me ask you this. Do you think that the, uh, the Simplaster was a, uh, a pivotal element of that hunt as far as getting that buck to come within bow range? Absolutely. I mean, he, he, that, especially that first, the first sighting of him, he came right up and there was, there was other deer around there, but it wasn't like he was trailing some, you know, another doe or something like that. He came directly up to where that, that, uh, he was right in line with that scent blaster and where that, that scent was going, you know, with the wind. Um, I think that the only reason he didn't walk right up to it is because he, he didn't see a deer there. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So he, he kind of walked back out into the, the, into the clear cut and, uh, but he was definitely, definitely came into that, that scent blaster the, the first time. Yeah. 100%. No doubt. Awesome. Well, we certainly appreciate you sharing your uh, scent blaster success story. And, and even more importantly, thank you so much for your service. Uh, like we said, uh, almost 27 years in the Navy. Uh, we certainly appreciate that. And huge fans of the military. And we're going to get these units into uh, as many active duty uh, persons as we can. Good deal. I think I, I'm. I'm sure they'll they'll enjoy it and have success with it. Well, we're glad that you did, and and thanks for the time today. No problem. Thank you.